0: Welcome to Motherhood on Tap, the podcast for mamas who laugh their way through the struggles of parenting. I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela Walker-Dees. And I'm so excited to
1: be back. We're back in the set. Back in the whatever. Fucking the shadow. Oh, I do yeah. have to say, do you remember when we did our episode on Disney movies? Mm-hmm. I have watched Robin Hood, I don't know how many times on <laughs> Disney Plus, and every time that song comes on, it's like Robin Hood a little, little John coming through, through the, the forest. forest. I'm sitting I'm sitting here doing like a whole down dance. And Sabrina and Aurora are like, why are you watching this again? <laughs> and I'm like, Meanwhile, I've watched your stupid show how many times during pandemic? <laughs>
0: If I had to hear you sing Pocahontas one more time, by oh, the way, Savages, Savages, Savages. That savages. is now Daisy's obsession. So I think of you every time she asks to listen to it.
1: I feel that my girl started it because right before the pandemic happened, remember we came over to play and they mm-hmm. wanted to watch Pocahontas? And like the whole time she was like <gasps> into it. And I'm like, oh gosh.
0: You know what really cracks me up is she also loves the movie Tangled with Rapunzel, but yes. she pronounces Rapunzel Prunzel. So she can't say Rapunzel, but she can pronounce Pocahontas, no problem. <laughs> Are
1: you serious? I'm like,
0: I don't understand you, child. <laughs> she can
1: say Pocahontas, but she can't say Rapunzel. Wow, Pocahontas mm-hmm. to me sounds much more complicated. Yeah,
0: and she'll like ask in the morning cuz I have like a like a best of Disney mix on my Phone and so she's like, "Hey, can we listen to Disney Princesses?" I'm like, "Okay." So I put it on, and she knows that Colors of the Wind is the first one, but every single time she's like, "Ah! "It's Pocahontas!" Like you know, this is coming. That's hilarious. Like just the genuine surprise, even though we supposedly know what's coming. Anyway, well,
1: I have Ah. a seven-year-old, so I'm watching lots of like preteen, teen teen Mm. things, so. Yay. They're so
0: cheesy. Watch Babysitter's Club with her if you haven't already. The new ones. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not bad, is it? It's it's mm-hmm. not gonna ruin my childhood babysitters club, is it?
0: I don't think so. Okay. No. It it covers a lot of good, like preteen, late <laughs> elementary, middle school kind of issues that girls go through.
1: Oh god, I already have to have these long conversations already. You're gonna make me have more? If
0: whenever you are ready. This is a good tool for that.
1: I've already had to explain a period to her because she noticed some blood on the bed one day and was like freaking out that I was going to die <laughs> I and knew. I was like finally I'll just tell you. I gave it very basic terms mm-hmm. and then I said do not tell any of your friends cuz I do not want their mothers calling me and being like
0: So, these are just some of the fun things we've been up to during quarantine. How have you been
1: doing in quarantine? Happy pandemic. Not not
0: terribly, but first, let's talk about what we're drinking. Yes, yes. Um,
1: This is the Winking Owl, their white Zinfandel. Ooh. Yes. And if you're wondering Ooh. where the heck do I find the winking owl all day. Two dollars and ninety-five cents, y'all. And it is actually
0: really delicious. It is. What do you think, Sarah? It's real good.
1: I don't even like white zen. And I was like, well, their pina grigio was actually really sharp and dry mm. the way I like it. And I'm like, let me get this white zen and some it. Girl. Oh, cheers. Cheers. This <laughs> <laughs> tink, tink. I feel like spaceballs. I'm gonna do the tink 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 tink
0: tink 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 Intention. tink tink. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm, mm.
1: And Mark was like, oh, "Please, good. if before you come home, get get sober." And so I brought a bag of skinny pop popcorn cakes to absorb <laughs> mm-hmm. how many cups I'm gonna have because it's so good.
0: Yes, we drink and podcast responsibly.
1: Yes. And it also helps that she's like five minutes from my house. So, mm-hmm.
0: And also Pamela is now taking over as our podcast editor. So if she dies on the way home, I'm going to have to keep editing this thing. <laughs> I'm so tra- again, it's all about me. <laughs>
1: yes. And um, again, as she said, I'm, I'm taking over recording and editing all of this. So um, if it sucks, these first
0: few episodes back, I'm sorry. I'm learning. She's going to do fantastic. Sure. Mm-hmm confidence
1: sure <laughs> i haven't had a whole lot of confidence lately
0: that's true girl do we want to tell people a little bit about what we've been going through with quarantine and parenting shenanigans the last few months yeah you want to go first and you want sure.
1: to sure you're go. like sure
0: like girl i'm like all right settle in pop my neck <laughs> so first of all I have a 10-month, almost 11-month-old now. I
1: can't believe it. Because, like, the last time we recorded, I mean, it was through Zoom. Uh-huh. How old was he? Like, four months?
0: Four or five months, something like that.
1: Wow. Yeah. And he's, he's
0: pulling up and everything. He took his first steps the other weekend. No. Yeah. No. Like, he's not walking consistently, but he's pretty damn close. Wow, I know, and he's just such a cute little chunker. and you know how they had the little growth charts at the mm-hmm. doctor's office. So for almost you know the first eight or nine months, it was just you know following the curve perfectly. And then all of a sudden the last month it was like <laughs> like jump up like 15%. <laughs>
1: I love it when they have like huge growth spurts like that. You're like dang. I th-, you're like That's when you you're having those moments where you're like I think they're having a growth spurt and then you get the chart and you're like damn. Damn, damn you I'm like, big. <laughs> I really did
0: get a growth spurt. And he's still our little smiley Riley. He's just the sweetest oh little guy. Oh
1: his cheeks. I just want to take them and just
0: he's just crazy. (laughs) I'm sorry. And of course Daisy Dew is very much like your girls, you know two and a half going on 45. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just she's very much her own lady and she's she's very sweet. She's all considered very well behaved. She's better behaved for other people (laughs) than she is for us, but I feel like that's normal and also I'd kind of rather have it that way than the other way around.
1: It is normal. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, it does get on my nerves though when I get oh my god they're so pleasant they clean up they do all this and I'm like what my
0: my kid like, my, my kid. kid I'm like you sure you sure really I mean yeah.
1: <laughs> like did they attack you and then as soon as we get home why do I have
0: to help you I'm so tired and it, speaking of growth she will be three in a couple of months she already looks like she's four or four and a half.
1: I know. She's
0: tall. She's thinned out. Her hair is really long. Like, she generally looks like a four-year-old. She's turned into a little girl. I know. Mm -hmm. I was sad when
1: Aurora went that transition. I was sad when Sabrina made that transition where the face, like, thins out. Mm -hmm. And then they don't have that toddler, like, bulgy, no neck kind of thing. And and the arms
0: with, like, the five rolls on them. Yeah, and
1: they're not, like, tottering anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. And, Yeah. Gosh, but she, she started dance class now. Oh, and yay. she has a little little pink tights and a little leotard that she Aww. wears. It's so cute. Is she doing it close by? Um, she's doing it at her daycare actually. Oh, that's so, sweet. So Wednesday morning she has a dance class. <laughs> So I get to send her to daycare in her outfit tomorrow. Isn't that so
1: sweet?
0: So yeah, many other details above and beyond that. Uh, uh, Like we said in the last few episodes, the kids and I lived with my parents for about two and a half months altogether early in the pandemic. But then once they got better protocols in place at daycare, we were able to send them back, which means I was able to come home with them and, you know, getting used to all of us being in the house together again had a few bumps but actually went smoother than I was expecting and yeah still riding out the postpartum hormones and getting that wrangled but otherwise can't really complain okay <laughs> yeah
1: that's good
0: Pamela's turn <laughs> <laughs> she can't complain but I can she's like girl <laughs> Just sit down, and you listen. Hold my wine. <laughs> no, you keep your wine. You I need know. it.
1: Um, so, going back to the two and a half months of like all of us in the house, um, I worked uh, from home remotely. My job was remote, it was new. It wasn't going well. Mm-mm. Um, I got my babysitter to come since her school was closed and she was doing it online. And she came, and then suddenly, she, and she I knew she was getting a part-time job. So she got a part-time job, uh, like, beginning of June. And that was, like you said, around the time daycares had more safety protocols. And the governor was like, it's safe for them to go mm-hmm. back. So I told my husband, June 1, they're going back. And they went back. And Sabrina spent majority of the summer with my mom, except for the weeks that she had chemo. She mm-hmm. stayed with me. Um, but she really loved spending that time with my mom and dad. My mom was like, it's so adorable to see your dad playing dolls with her. Aww. She's like, reminds me of when you were little. And like having little tea parties with her and stuff. And then Sabrina's all about nature. So like then they would also go outside. And um, my dad, this is really gross. It creeped me out. <laughs> she loves insects. Uh-huh. And trees. She doesn't like bees or wasps or anything like that. Mm. But, like, other insects fascinate her. Like, worms. Squishy things. Ladybugs. Not always pretty. Um, She became obsessed with cicadas.
0: Oh, cicadas are...
1: And they also shed their skin.
0: They're huge, aren't they?
1: They are huge. And my dad... um, found some whole cicadas skins like they didn't break Mm -hmm. apart or anything and so he um put them in a container oh no and he gave them to her also a dead full cicada that hadn't been like eaten by an animal or anything oh gosh and um, she's like, oh, my God, these are so cool. And so they were around our house for a little while. And then she was like, you know, I'm going to dump them out just because I don't want them to start to smell. But her fun thing was running around the house and like shoving it in my face because they look
0: uh,
1: quite a lot like spiders mm-hmm. just with wings, almost like a spider and a cockroach had sex and reproduced.
0: Made a really large, baby. <laughs>
1: Oh boy. But um so yeah, they had lots of fun with that. And then school started back remote mm-hmm. for the first nine
0: weeks. How did that go? Not smoothly. Girl mm. it Pamela's smiling, but she's not smiling.
1: My eyes said
0: it sucked ass and my,
1: <laughs> my face is a smile.
0: Suck I'm out. smiling because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her,
1: but we thought there would be days where it would be really good. We'd get through it all. And we're like, this is great. And I'm thinking, I'm doing good because I'm trying to work. Um, it wasn't good because I kept getting, um, to be honest, I felt like my manager at that point of like heightened um, quarantine, he had made up his mind about me.
0: And not in a positive light.
1: No. Um
0: Right around the time we took a
1: hiatus, I got on a, like a performance plan with him. And I feel like I tried everything he asked of me. Um, and he just kept trying to find little things and remote school with that stress. Didn't go well because I was snapping at her because I'm trying to meet these deadlines and make him happy. And then I still wasn't making him happy. Meanwhile, I felt like I was neglecting my child's schooling. And then I see her report card. And she didn't do as well as she did the first quarter of first grade. Now, Mm -hmm. granted, first grade to second grade is a lot harder. But I felt like she would have had better options if I didn't feel like... My work is more important than your school kind of mentality. Right. And I'm not saying that I believe her school is not as important as my work. It's just. That's the pressure you were under. That was my pressure. And um, and so all of that really kind of came to a head yesterday when I was terminated from my job. Mur. I got a, a small severance and um, my benefits continue through the month of November. But I actually have some opportunities in my back pocket, so I don't think I'm going to be unemployed for long.
0: Yes. It, Pamela Pamela and I had a long talk about this. Yeah. Last night of, you know, it it sucks. It never doesn't suck getting terminated, but I am very very grateful that you have yeah, multiple things potentially on the horizon.
1: Yeah, and um I thought my husband would freak out cause he normally does freak out on things like that. And instead he was like, I think this is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And for him to say that just made me feel like everything's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. And, um, I know it will. And I, and I know that I personally am grateful that you don't have to deal with the stress of that boss and that, Position anymore. Yeah, let
1: me remind the listeners that one of the last few things that um, we recorded was me ranting about um, the work situation. He suggested that I literally go work somewhere and lock my kids out. Great, knowing that I'm home alone with my kids, spoken like someone who has no idea how parenting works. He has no kids, and it's like, and I re- I think I remember my responses. My youngest is like seven months old. Like, you dumbass. I have to take care of my child. Yeah, he's a dick. So,
0: anyway. Long story story short, he's a dick.
1: Part of my severance is, um, I can't speak ill of him or the company, but I'm not saying his name or the company,
0: so I'm good. So, fuck you, Thunder. You can suck my dick. What she said. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile,
1: I told Sabrina, and at first she was very happy for me. (laughs) <laughs> because she knew I wasn't <laughs> going to be stressed anymore. And then she was like, you know who's stupid? Him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, he didn't understand how important we were to you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. and she's like, and you're so much smarter than anybody thinks you, you know, she was just like tooting my horn.
0: And then mm-hmm. Aurora was like,
1: yay, mommy won't be stressed. And then I
0: was like, but Aww. mommy still has
1: to get a job. So she won't, you know, then she won't really be stressed. Anymore. Uh-huh. Um, So, yeah, one of the opportunities looks like it's pretty much a go. Yay! But it's a contract job. So, I'm a little worried about that just because Mm -hmm. making sure the pay can help me cover insurance for myself and my daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a couple of um, potential full time with Ben. Sounds like it sucks. I think I've kind of come full circle and I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um today was day two it was a remote learning day because it's election day Mm -hmm. which that's so fun in itself
0: which I'm I'm actually glad that we have this recording session tonight so that I'm not watching my phone like a mad woman
1: I know I'm trying not to look at mine either Mm -hmm. um and so it's a remote learning day because her most of the schools in our county are polling places mm-hmm. on the day of election. And so in, they used to in the past have closed down. But because of quarantining, they now have more access for remote learning. So today was a remote day. And then Aurora had an ear infection. So oh. um, after being up half the night with her until finally the ibuprofen and the ice pack I put on her ear kicked in um we were pretty tired and so i was kind of grateful that i didn't have to like get dressed and drop spring off at school or anything like that mm-hmm. but it made it challenging listening to aurora play with me oh no, my ear hurts
0: mom i need you to read these instructions and i was just like <sighs> no matter what my state of being is i will always be talking don't you worry <laughs> i just poured myself more booze would you like more booze oh.
1: I always want more booze, mm-hmm. but oh! So my husband went to like um, a Ducks Unlimited banquet mm-hmm. over the weekend. Actually, last Friday, and he was he he hardly ever he's never won me anything. We have been together for twenty years. The man has always tried to win me something, Aww. and it's never happened. Like. One of our first dates was to the state fair and he tried to like all of those games he tried to win something and he couldn't and i'm like well i'll give it a try i'm usually pretty good and like i won myself something on darts and the water game and all of that and he's
0: like what do i do this is what every rom-com tells me i'm supposed to do and so
1: then he like takes me over to like this vendor who had all this jewelry and he buys me a ring and he's like forget it i'm just i probably spent just as much trying to win you something so I'm just gonna buy you something sweet and I was like you don't anyway (laughs) so he put in the raffle and he won me something he won me a big box of just tons of stuff so it's a lot of like cooking stuff like rubs and like some flavored salts I got rosemary oil oh girl cooking oil not for on me but (laughs) (laughs)
0: unless you want it to
1: (laughs) I'll have to ask Mark
0: be like, you want me to smell like fried chicken? Mm. Like, just greet him at the door. Hello. You got any Crisco? <laughs> you can't see, but I'm awkwardly slash erotically stroking my cleavage.
1: <laughs> and I could get, I could take
0: the shrimp boil seasoning. <laughs> just a set of rose petals, sprinkle the seasoning up the stairs toward the bedroom
1: the pot (laughs) yeah so it's like it's like stuff like that bedroom shoes like wool socks which i find very ironic with the wool socks is as hot natured as wife is i'm like well i'll wear them around the house and i was like but you know once i go to bed they come off like i Mm -hmm. can't stand anything on my feet um eyelash or contact contact oops sarah's about to lose it you're good keep on going um so, just the different things, but also in there are two bottles of wine from Childress. Are you aware Ooh. of NASCAR at all?
0: Yes. I know that it is a thing that exists, and they drive in a left-hand circle the whole time. Not always. If it's <laughs> a race course. Anyway,
1: um, <laughs> so Childress is one of the big names of racing, but they have their own winery, and so it's their red and their white oh, number nice. three bottles. So, I shall... Getting dry. got it. yay yes, sorry, got it, yo. I saved the contact. Sorry, but I also got like really cute, like tray, like a serving tray, and I mean it's just like a ton of stuff in this box. He and saved candles, up all his
0: good prize winning juju for that moment, and a
1: cast iron pan. Girl, I know. I'm making me some cornbread.
0: That alone.
1: I know. It's fantastic. Like, I was like, how much were these raffle things? And he's like, well, I'm not telling you how much the tickets were. He's like, but I was shocked I won both of these for you. And I was like, you don't have to win me anything. And I actually teared up. No. Because we've kind of been on a roller coaster through quarantine because it's just been hard. He's working nonstop. And then he kind of checked out from the stress of it all, too. So Mm -hmm. I was like, he really does love me. It's a
0: new plan. You rub some of the rub on yourself, drizzle a different kind of rub from the front door up the stairs to your bedroom, and then he opens the door and finds you wearing nothing but the cast iron skillet. (laughs) Strategically (laughs) plain. I am a romance expert. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, also
1: during pandemic, we adopted a dog. So, yeah, I could see Wrigley, like, licking the shrimp boil <laughs> all the way up the steps and then, like, hopping on the bed and being like, Mommy, why do
0: you taste good? You're just trying to get the dog off of you the yes. entire time.
1: <laughs> yes, we have um, turned into that awkward relationship again where we forgot, like, what it's like having sex with a dog around. and um,
0: I've heard stories. From he's, various people about uh-huh. this over the years, like
1: Ozzy finally got used to like, oh, they're gonna go do that thing, and he would just like leave the room. You
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: our cat buddies, like he just lays there. He's just like whatever, and he'll go back to
0: sleep. See, our kitty's just like if they're not out of the room already because we close the door to make sure that you know, even that the kids are asleep. Just you know, separation of church and state. But that, Yeah. <laughs> so if the ki- kitty's still in the room, we don't know about. Usually, we get done in the in the cage just over in the corner, like. <laughs> Why are they gorilla
1: wrestling? (laughs) Yes, we used to have a cat, Lucy, um, and then our other cat, Rizzy. Rizzy would be that one in the corner like,
0: what did y'all just do? Why are are they playing wheelbarrow? (laughs) (laughs) I miss you so much. You're welcome. I miss
1: you too. Oh, gosh. And, but Lucy would hop up on the bed and she would get like inches from us. And we'd be like in the heat of the passion. All of a sudden you hear. Rang! <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> gosh. And you would stop it. She would be like pawing at us. Like, stop it.
0: I'll say with the hissing and then like you're naked. So like the threat of like sensitive things being clawed. Like, oh. Oh, and she
1: did a few times. She was oh. like, she did not want us. So we had to ensure that she was cool. not <laughs>
0: I love kitties, but mm, I will backhand you. But
1: (laughs) Wrigley, I am his person. I mean, obviously, I'm home every day with him. And so, he has really become attached to me. I'm his mama. So, we'll get starting getting going, getting heavy. And, like, he'll be, like, laying on the floor. All of a sudden, he'll just jump up. And then... He's a border collie, so he's a pretty big dog. So, uh-huh. And he, you're like, just stay down there. And he's like looking at you with the sad eyes like, okay, okay. And then all of a sudden, like out of the corner of my eye, I see him and he's doing like the army crawl up the bed <laughs> towards they all, me. They can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> Giant black and white dog coming up this way. And, and then he'll be like, Paul and Mark, like, get off mommy. Get off mommy. Get off mommy. <laughs> And now he's like, Ugly, get on, get on. I'm like, he's just worried that you're hurting me. And then he'll try to howl. And he's like, don't wake up the girls. Shush. I'm just trying to get some lovin's. I know. And then finally, like, after like about three attempts, he'll finally get on the floor and just like lay down. And then once we're done and we're all dressed and back in bed, He'll like jump on the bed, and he'll like be all up in my face, like, "Do you hurt? You hurt? You are you okay?" He needs
0: like a special meat bone that you can toss in the hallway for when you guys are having smush time.
1: I might need to do that smush time. Is that what we're calling it Mm these days? Um,
0: As one reality show very eloquently put it, the room where the smushing happens is the stabbing cabin. (laughs) Sorry, I should have waited till you (laughs) swallowed.
1: Once again, she has uh, perfect timing. Liquid in mouth. Mm. I thought you saw
0: it already. That's what she said. Wait, he said. I what
1: reality? What 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 reality show? Uh,
0: I want to say it was either uh, Jersey Shore or like the redneck version of that uh, party down south. No,
1: I've never watched any of those. Yeah, you're not missing much. I don't like
0: much reality TV. I, know, I don't like conflict, and all those shows are built on conflict. Oh, actually, this segues nicely into an idea I just had. Uh, what have been our uh, entertainment uh, comedic relief options during quarantine? Both podcast and TV options. Ready, go.
1: Oh, for me? Um. So for comic relief, I will always love True Crime Obsessed. Yes. And, and their new now, show. And their new show, Obsessed with Disappeared. <laughs> ellen marsh is the funniest fucking woman on the planet is
0: she like your new favorite person
1: i want to be her best friend. <laughs> like i love you and all but like i want to like do a zoom call and just have her do her main accent and her boston accent
0: and just and like... shout down the hallway <laughs> They had this recurring bit of just, like, these producers shouting off mic down so the hallway like, at What each would other. you tell
1: the announcer? Because, like, they were like, it's a really weird text that the announcer's reading. Is she
0: overjoyed? Or can we just say sufficiently joyed? No, she's okay. overjoyed. She's overjoyed. Go okay. with it. Go with it. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> never, not <funny. laughs> it's never not funny. It's never not funny fantastic which
1: i mean and again it's a really sad thing they're talking about it's like these disappear these people that have disappeared but like the way that entertainment like portrays
0: it can often be hilarious it, it's so much needed levity when you're talking about a serious subject and yes. uh, and ellen and patrick who host it are like best friends since college and they just like lovingly pick at each other the entire time. Oh, lovingly. So lovingly. <laughs> Their banter is
1: so much like mine and your banter where I it's it's like Ellen like he'll say something really sarcastic and she's just like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm just
0: like You know I'm what? So Do not much. come for me unless I summon, summon you. <laughs> 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 oh, it's like I'm gonna just like you know, very backhandedly put you down the entire uh, entire time, but you know what? I love you. I love you. Love mean I'm still here for you. Not really though. <laughs> oh, who's a good podcaster? Who's a funny podcaster? podcaster?
1: Yeah, you have to listen to it. We've totally ruined it for you. Now. Yes, we've become obnoxious.
0: Obsessed with disappeared is fantastic. It's I'm still a huge funny. fan with of that one, of course. Um, true crime obsessed. Uh. Wine and Crime, which is yeah. their recent episode about sorority crimes. Oh. <laughs> I, I had, I had
1: Sabrina. pretty crimes episode i was like crying because i was like have you ever like laugh so hard but you're trying to hold back because you don't want the (laughs) other person to know that you're laughing i had tears and then sabrina was like what's so funny i'm like i it's something i'm listening to i was like i gotta go
0: pee (laughs) because they were doing the fake sorority voice the entire time like this is a sorority about woman empowerment, but not today. <laughs> not today. I'm doing like, the, a lot of vocal fry, and and everything had like five extra syllables in it. It was fantastic. I love it when Amanda was like, "How dare you? How very dare you?" Yes. <laughs> 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 My new. I think, say my new obsession, I might have actually burned myself out on it because I watched like seven seasons in a row. Have you ever watched The Amazing Race? No. That was one of those shows where I'd heard about it. I thought it sounded interesting, but I'd never watched it. I jumped in and there are a bunch of old episodes on Amazon Prime. Mm. So I jumped in at like season six. So it's really cool and that it shows people you know, traveling to a lot of really awesome places. And it gives you great ideas. Like, ooh, I'd like to travel there someday uh it is basically just like garbage reality tv show people who just happen to be traveling to really cool places though don't they solve puzzles or something yeah they have like challenges and stuff they have to do along the way and then like they're basically racing to their next checkpoint and the last person to check in is usually that that team is usually eliminated and so it's it's interesting but it's definitely just a different type of garbage tv but yeah although it was probably a bad thing to start watching during quarantine because it basically just made me homesick for traveling oh like here
1: meanwhile you're like i just want to go to the movies
0: so now matt's least favorite beginning to any conversation i start is so recently i was watching the amazing race and (laughs) and he's just like oh god
1: (laughs) here it goes
0: So now my my new game I play is like, hmm, all right, if I go on The Amazing Race, who's going to be my teammate? Slash you and I would... Be super, we'd make good TV.
1: I think we would make good TV. I'm actually really good at solving puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. um I'm not a good traveler though, so I probably would make good TV because anytime we had to get on a helicopter or a plane, I would be like, I'm trying not to
0: die. I'm trying not to die. I'm trying not to <laughs> die. I'm trying not to die. Not to mention, you and I have not spent like
1: an overnight visit.
0: Exactly. <laughs> We've not spent extended periods together, so we would definitely go for that thing of like, okay we've been together for a long time all right we want to murder each other for a few days Mm -hmm. okay now we're good Mm -hmm. now we want to murder each other again yeah okay now we're besties forever yeah
1: (laughs) we conquered
0: this (laughs) we can conquer anything i almost clawed her eyes out but i love her so much Why am I so nice that's the thing is you see all these couples like screaming at each other just because they're so stressed out and they're trying to like do all these things that they've never done before. And then they get to the end where they're eliminated and they're just like, I love this person so much. I mean, we might disagree sometimes. And I'm like, y'all literally just like almost murdered each other 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> um,
1: so let, so take that and put that as me and my husband in quarantine. mm true because we, we were living through some things that we've never done before
0: <laughs> yeah it's hard on relationships and i read some research early on during quarantine about um because china was a few months ahead of us in the initial yeah. quarantine stages and when they sort of lightened their mm-hmm. quarantine status and certain businesses were allowed to reopen their divorce rate divorce rates went through the roof. Well, it also happened in the U S too. It's starting to happen here too.
1: Yeah. A lot of celebrity couples too.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's really sad because it's one of the situations where it can either really kind of solidify your relationship if you work through the hard stuff or it can show you like, Oh, there's a bunch of crap that I've been putting up with for a long time. And this is the final straw.
1: And, and it's not going to change. We've had these discussions like we're here face to face and
0: it's just like, it's, you're we're not fixing it it's just manifesting which breaks my heart but i forget what comedian says it but it it basically they they talk about in one of their stories that you know no good relationship ends in divorce
1: right like i love the people (sighs) who like make announcements and like we're splitting amicably and we're still love each other and we're still best friends no you don't you hate each
0: other yeah it's i think and i do believe those people to some degree because it's like I think you are able to love each other more now that you're not stuck with each other. But yeah, they're Yeah. And it does make me sad. Cause I do believe that, you know, I'd like to think that people can work through their issues and, you know, I would want it, people to, yes, yes, absolutely. But I'm also a real, a realist in that sense. Where oh, I know yeah, that yeah. sometimes it's just either it's because just of not, personalities or because of just the nature of the conflict. Like it's just, not it's sometimes conflict. it's just not going to get better. Yeah. And so it's, I I hate to see it happen, but if it's going to happen, in some ways, better sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know me. Either.
1: But um, other things that may have been kind of a comedic relief, um, other podcast, um, fake do- fake doctors, real hearts. Real friends. real friends, real friends. I'm a dumbass. The Scrubs fan. rewatch podcast. podcast, which is hilarious. Again, I want um Krista to be. Um, my best
0: friend, Kristen Miller, yes, Kristen
1: Miller. I love but, her. But as she's as she talks and she describes her mindset of being quarantined with her husband, Bill Lawrence, <laughs> the creator of the show, yes. I'm like, and the things that she says, and I'm just like, are we distantly related? Because she, the the way she says things is like, mm-hmm. it's so like, cause Zach Braff is like, y'all are so mean to each other, but yet there's like some deep love. And I remember like choking on my water when I heard him say that. And it's like, I can't tell you how many people have said that to me and Mark. Like, they're like, we can tell by the way you look at each other how much you love each other. But oh. then when y'all open your mouths and talk to each other, it's like, damn, do y'all really do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love each other, but we're also honest and yes. blunt. <laughs> well,
1: and I remember when we first started dating, I put that out there. I was like, I'm a blunt person. Mm-hmm. Not that I, like, have no filter, but, like, I I don't feel – like, and I'm still that way. I feel like we're in this long relationship. We have three small children. If I don't mm-hmm. tell you – and we've had, like, the rocky times where I'm like, I'm not going to tell him my feelings. He should know by now. No, mm-hmm. he doesn't. <laughs>
0: no, he does not. Bless, bless their hearts. Men just –
1: Most not
0: not all men, but most men, honestly, do not have that skill set where they're able to pick up on subtleties of emotion and tone.
1: Well, he knows that I'm pissed. He doesn't and he's too afraid of me (laughs) to what's wrong. Uh, I don't want to poke the bear. Yeah. Because I am the bear. Um and then I love The Horror Virgin, which is, so it's a rewatch podcast. And hear me out before he said, and I heard an ad during true, true Crime Obsessed. It's three friends. One hates horror movies. So he is thus the horror version, virgin. And they watch a movie each week. They review it um they even have like listener's pick once a month and um they rate it on the scale of scariness he t- says flat out like if you should watch it if you're a horror version
0: or if it's like just the scariest yeah, thing yeah cuz not all of them are like into horror movies right no
1: no so like two of them are big horror movie buffs mhm and then the horror virgin is like i've never seen it i'm terrified i'm totally scared and <laughs> Um, hear me out. So, I like some horror movies. I'm a big, like, I like kind of like sp- slasher, psychological, thrillery stuff. But there are just some things that I'm just ter- too terrified to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am curious about how the movie is is and how it turns out so i've been listening to it as so that way because they break it down pretty much almost like not fully frame by frame but they give you the whole synopsis of the movie so if you really want to watch the movie don't listen to the podcast like watch the movie and then listen to the episode but mm-hmm. it's funny how they'll break it up because like the guy todd will be like this scared the shit out of me and they're just mm-hmm. laughing and they're like it didn't it didn't scare me at all and like they talk <laughs> about whenever they do watch movies together like laughing at his reactions of like he'll have like his phone up in front of his face and he's like i was taking
0: notes and they were like really mm-hmm. you were taking notes really <laughs> So yeah, it, that's a good I, one. I relate to that guy so much just because I'm not—I'm generally not a horror movie person. I think it comes from being an empath, where yes, it stuff—it doesn't just scare me in the moment or bother me in the moment. It sticks with me. Oh, I'm the same for months. I'm the same. There's some
1: movies that I have watched, and like this, there's certain scenes mm-hmm. that just
0: stay with me but there are there is a short list and i was telling pamela about this before we started recording of ones either i've seen them enough that i've become desensitized or that they're just like such good movies that i can kind of overlook the scary parts things Mm -hmm. like silence of the lambs the sixth sense what lies beneath stuff like that yeah so but i was listening to an episode not of this show but a different one about the exorcist the other day and It's like, okay, I've heard so much about this movie. I kind of want to watch it. But then everyone tells me it's like kind of scary when you watch it. But what's really scary about it is when you think about it later and about, oh, crap. Like, what if this happens to me? Or am I insane? Or am I possessed? Or is my house haunted? And I'm like, "Ah, I don't want that.
1: Yes. And there's lots of freaky imagery in that I will Uh say um I watched (laughs) I always wanted to be cool with my dad and like bond with him and my Mm -hmm. dad loves scary movies and sci-fi movies and we had started watching that now before anybody freaks out cable version where it's like cut down certain pieces but even that scared me mm-hmm. and then i get to adulthood and mark's like watch this with me and i was like this movie scared me when i was little and mm-hmm. he was like well i've never seen it. i'll watch it i thought it would freak him out at least because he was raised catholic you would uh-huh. think because like the like the main order of it is yeah know.
0: it's based on catholicism
1: yes um no he slept like a baby meanwhile i woke him up at 3 a.m because i needed us to pray for our souls No, because i was terrified that from watching that movie we were i know and by the way before you laugh i was like 20 years old so it wasn't like <laughs> i didn't know anything um but yeah movies like that gets me and like yeah. I, and so i was listening to the horror version because they have reviewed um paranormal activity one two and three and I'm interested in those movies, but then again, I'm not, because I'm going to confess something to you. I truly believe in, like, I believe in possession for some reason. I believe in demons. I believe that ghosts mm-hmm. are here. There are some supernatural things out there in the world, mm-hmm. and it fascinates me, good and bad. Um, and so watching, even though that's a movie, and it's fictionalized, and, like, they filmed it and stuff... The those it gets thoughts you, it gets you thinking. Yes, those thoughts. And I was raised by a mom who who had that same thing. Like we did not have an Ouija board growing up. Mm-hmm. No one was allowed to bring an Ouija board into our house. Actually, a friend of mine. It was my slumber party for one of my birthdays. And she snuck one in. And I was Mm. like, you need to put that away. Because if my mom sees that, she's going to freak out. And my mom came downstairs to check on us. And she saw it. And she was like, what the hell is this? Like, she was like, no. No. Put it. No. This goes. Puts away. No. And, like, the girl was like, what? Why? My mom's like, there will be no
0: portal to hell in my house. Can I tell you something funny about a Ouija board that Matt showed me the other day? So, apparently, you can get rugs that have Ouija boards on them. They're like... This is a great idea, until the Roomba runs over it the wrong way and summons a demon. I know!
1: (laughs) Spells out the wrong...
0: Incantation or whatever. Yeah, I was definitely... I only played with a Ouija board, like, a couple of times in my life, but I was definitely the person who was, like, shoving it around the thing, like, trying... I I did not... (laughs) play nicely with others i know
1: and other people wanted me to do it and i remember they were like come on put your hand on it put your hand on it and i would like put just like my index finger and they're like that's not enough and i'm
0: like you're like that's all you're getting
1: (laughs) and i was like i i'm the the i'm Touching it with the least part, like I thought, if I like barely touched it, then I could not be possessed. The people who like gave more of themselves, I don't have me.
0: enough full contact for transmission.
1: like you can't, you can't come in me because I am pure of heart. And I remember one time I was doing like they were like to do it, and so I put it on, put my hand on there, and I was like, I am pure of heart. I am pure of heart. I'm pure of heart. Now I didn't even grow up in church. That's what's so funny. <laughs>
0: And I'm just like, I am pure of art. I am pure of art. <laughs> it's weird because in general, I've always kind of been a, yeah, I don't really believe in like ghost and paranormal activity. However, I will say that I've had a couple of moments in my life where there have generally been things that have happened where I cannot explain them. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing that makes me think, well, maybe. So I'm, I'm I'm open to hearing cases.
1: Yeah, so um, that's those are some funny ones. I'm trying to think; those are mostly the ones that I listen to. Um, I, I've kind of scaled back on the more serious podcasts for now. Mm-hmm. Same. Just, I don't know. Like I tried to listen to them, but then like being stuck at home all day, every day, it, it's a little anywhere. heavy right now. It was like too much on me. Yeah. Um, TV. I have not watched a lot of TV. Now, I watch some Netflix shows. Nothing really, like, comedic to make people laugh, other than Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like
0: so long ago now.
1: But for me, like, I'm one of those people that, like, everybody hypes up stuff, and so I wait, like, four or five months, and then I watch it because I'm like, I don't want to be wrapped up in this right and i watched it and i like texted sarah and i was like these people are horrible you're like what
0: the literal f <laughs> yes and i was
1: like what am i watching and then like the music videos oh
0: it is definitely not him singing no,
1: no. yeah and even in that episode where jen jen McHale like caught up with the people and he was like in his like former husband uh-huh. or whatever was like no that's not him no, no that's not him um So, let's see. But I have gotten into YouTube. Mm. So. Okay. Well, just listen. I like... So, while I've been at home with Sabrina doing remote learning, she was like, Mommy, you have all this makeup. And and I know I don't have any makeup right now. But she Mm -hmm. was like, you're really into it. And you're really good at putting it on. I was like, really, sweetie? And I... So, I found a few... Um, beauty bloggers that cool. are really interesting. So I see that I follow um, Emily. I don't know if you say Noel or Noel, mm-hmm. but She used to be a broadcaster. She's out of Illinois. And what I like about her is like she'll she either like goes and purchases the makeup or PR g- sends it to her, mm-hmm. and she just tells you like it is for her. Yeah. You now she has like darker hair and like hey ha- like oh look, to me they look almost hazel eyes, mm-hmm. and but she has fairish skin like almost my skin tone so like mm. I feel like if she says like I think this foundation's a little too dark or I don't like this brush like mm-hmm. she just kind of get and like she doesn't put it down she's just like
0: it's not the best for her
1: yeah she's like this lip gloss is a little too sticky for me but if you like stickiness then definitely go this way or it's too fragranty. or like she kind of, like yeah. she gives you like a full breakdown
0: I might need to look up some things like that because I've I have a feeling you'll feel me on this one and a lot of other people probably will too. Being at home so much, my like, the amount of effort I put into myself is just on a sliding scale going way, 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 way down. Yes. So I'm trying to kind of bring it back up of like, okay, I don't go into the office often, but when I do, I'm going to try to like, put a nice outfit together and actually do my hair and, you know, mm-hmm. put a little bit of effort in because, you know, not just to look professional, but it, you know, it feels good to get dressed up every once in a while. But I hadn't thought about like looking up like beauty blogs and stuff for inspiration. Well, like that.
1: Yeah. And I will tell you, she has three small children. So she gets up like very early in the morning mm-hmm. to like do her thing, but she has such a, and she has such a positive attitude. Like sometimes mm-hmm. she'll like do her makeup and then she'll talk about like, why she started the 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 vlog or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um so many years ago and she's like i do it for myself and so then i started even if i didn't have a meeting or if i had a zoom call i would put some makeup on and then it was like even on the weekends i would do a little bit i didn't get a chance today because again remote learning screaming Mm four-year-old um But it has made me feel good. Now, another one is she's, like, a comedian slash beauty blogger. And I just discovered her. Her name is Jamie French. Mm -hmm. And she'll do, like, a lot of impersonations. Lately, she's been doing, like, makeup and movie reviews. So, like, she does her makeup and she reviews, like, really horrible movies. Oh, that's cool. And she is funny. Mm -hmm. Like, tears in my eyes. Just streaming funny. I've really enjoyed her. Um, I even look at her past ones. If you're curious who she is, if you ever seen the video of, like, the lady that does, like, the tiny face, like, she mm-hmm. has the mask on, but she draws, like, a lips mm-hmm. and, like, makes her nose smaller to make it look like she has, like, a little face Aww. with a mask. Um, and she's also, but she's also the one that's, like, if – you, if beauty YouTubers were in 1987 or beauty YouTubers were in 1999, I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen those around on Facebook.
0: No, but that sounds amazing. They're, oh, she's hilarious. I just think she's so funny. And she's,
1: like, based out of Missouri. So there's, like, a little bit of that connection, I guess, with my
0: husband. But I will say I feel like 2020 must, it has to be the year of the eye makeup. Just cause because
1: it has to be the yeah. lower half
0: of your face is covered, so it's like okay. Anytime I go out, I'm like, if nothing else, mascara, eyeliner, mm-hmm. like, and a little bit of like, you know, toner up yeah, around your line. I've yeah.
1: so I have never done any um, bronzing. Um, Or any contouring or anything like that Mm -hmm. before in my life because I'm so pale and freckly. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to look like Oompa Loompa. I'm going to look stupid stupid or
0: geometrical. If you find the right shade, though, it is fantastic. Well, I'm watching the woman, Emily.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, She, like, pulled up. And it, I had the palette. I just never used it because I was always so terrified. But it was like a, the cosmetic elf. Mm-hmm. And it was their illuminating palette. And it's like got a, mm. like, um, kind of a white shade and then like a pinky and then more of a peachy color and then like a really darker, matte, Mm -hmm. brownish color. And she's like, if you're very fair, if you have, like, more of a pinky, like, a cool, like, the cooler tones of your skin, Mm -hmm. this would look really good for contouring and stuff. And so I just got her playing around with it. And I'm like,
0: this works. And you're like, hello, cheekbones.
1: I have chip ons I have, like, I'll contour around my hair. Yeah, I've got, like, temples. Do
0: you do the thing, like, right down the sides of your nose? Oh, I've
1: started putting like i thought concealer was only for a pimple and then like i noticed they were starting to like how they did their under eyes so like Mm -hmm. i do my under eyes now i actually look awake girl even without coffee i need to learn
0: how to do that because i have just the darkest circles ever
1: and then she showed how to you know even like in the inner corners of your eyes like how you can take eye like an eye brightener thing and how Mm -hmm. to like or even take the like the lightest shade of eyeshadow, and how to just kind of
0: dab that in there Mm mm-hmm and how, how much that brightens your eye. I'm laughing to myself because I definitely used to do that, but I did it in like the not finessed way. So it literally was just like really bright white dot on the inside of my eyes and like really bright white right below my eyebrows. So i like, I look back and I'm like, I look like a cartoon character.
1: But that was the style back then. hmm
0: But so. my, but damn it,
1: my eye So Sabrina has fallen in love with like following this woman with her guinea pigs. Oh, <laughs> oh that was another of sad course. thing. One of our guinea pigs died. That was so sad. And so my husband felt felt the tragic loss and the tears in his baby girl. And so she, he agreed to get two baby guinea pigs. So our other guinea pig, Pumpkin, because um, guinea pigs don't do well alone. They isolate. Um, she was starting to isolate. She wasn't letting us touch her. And um, she wasn't even, like, talking the little Sometimes they make, like, a little squeal sound, but then Mm -hmm. they also, what they call chattering, where it's like this, at you, like, they sound like little
0: bunnies. Oh, I missed you making the the (laughs) guinea pig noises.
1: (laughs) Well, now with baby guinea pigs, it's that sound, but (laughs) high-pitched.
0: It's like Beaker from the Muppets. Oh, yes. But it's not
1: fun when it's like six AM and you're coming down the steps and they hear you. Sabrina has them so spoiled that they think anybody coming in the dining room is gonna feed them.
0: <laughs> and you're just
1: like Shh. But they are so cute because they're like super tiny bodies and then they have
0: these huge feet. <laughs> Aw, like little platypuses.
1: Basically. And they have these long claws. And Sabrina's like, How are you gonna clip their nails? I'm like, I don't know, because they're just so they're fast. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, and then Sabrina got her ears pierced, so that's another big thing. But, no, I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV. Like, I finally finished the miniseries Unorthodox on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Um, I'm trying to think. I watched that really weird movie that was, like, people on the Internet were talking about 365 days on Netflix, where people were saying it was, like, softcore porn. I haven't heard about that one, but now I'm intrigued. <laughs> so here's the premise. It's based on a Polish novel. Um,
0: Always a good start.
1: Okay. I'm like, Really? Do you know any good Polish novels? That yeah, know? don't you? Come on know I was like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I was about to be like, feel like really stupid. Like, am I out of I've family? had a lot of wine. Just... Okay, so based on the same name, it's like a series of books. So apparently, they're going to make a like two sequels to follow the books because it Mm -hmm. was so successful. Um, This Italian mafia man, um, he nearly dies, Mm -hmm. but he he sees this woman off in the distance, and like she's the last thing he sees, and like her face haunts him Mm -hmm. for five years. And so then he runs, he finds, it, he runs into her. Mm-hmm. Like, he sees her, finally. She's from Poland. She's on holiday with her sucky boyfriend. Um, and she gets lost down the streets one time. And um, he kidnaps her. And oh, gives her. Hold on. He gives her one year to fall in love with him. Okay, not problematic at all. And he's actually kind of violent with her a little bit. Yeah, you know, like, he doesn't beat her up, but there's a lot of, like, throat grabbing and a lot of, like, threatening. And and he says things like, I'm not, not going to touch you until you give me permission. And then, yeah, he puts his hand on her boob. I'm just... Mm, I will say, the actor playing him is hot as hell. Oh, I bet. Like... Mm. Mm-hmm. and then i won't get into the whole course of it but stuff happens and she quote unquote after a month falls in love with him uh-huh and they proceed to have this long intense sex scene in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. and when i say long and intense they are super duper naked mm-hmm. it's super duper graphic mm-hmm. like wheelbarrowing <laughs> graphic Everybody last Will. Bill. No, I mean, like, you, it,
0: they say it wasn't real. Okay. That I always wonder about that because there are so many movies where it actually shows, like, their pelvises and yeah. stuff like that. Like, okay, I want to believe you when they say they're not actually doing anything, but it's like, but di- how do you are you actually negotiating the situation?
1: Yeah. So, at one point, his head's down there, and you're like, how is that? Because uh-huh. it really looks like he's doing that. hmm Yeah. Now, I can't say that I didn't. I find that... Um, Titillating? Yeah. And then there's <laughs> like two other scenes of that nature in the movie as well
0: um i might have to go have a private moment with this movie i'm not
1: gonna lie you need to watch it alone i would not watch i would not have matt watch it with you because let me tell you this the the plot is really bad it has really lots of holes in it
0: and Mm
1: -hmm. um acting is kind of
0: but um problematic premise but very
1: problematic Mm -hmm. premise now i will say the the buzz that was on the internet what caused me to like follow it was Mm -hmm. it popped up on my google news like this movie on netflix is causing a lot of buzz on twitter and Mm starting reading it now the funniest tweet and maybe it's not funny but i found it funny was like oh yeah hot hot rich mafia italian guy kidnaps kidnaps woman yeah good glad it's not some overweight balding disgusting man chaining her to the basement because that's not realistic (laughs) right it's it's much more realistic that the hot mafia rich guy gets you so i got their point you know Mm -hmm. and then they're like this is glorifying stockholm syndrome i don't know it's it's weird it's a weird movie um But apparently they're going to make a sequel and they're going to make the two sequels of the It sounds like
0: the new Fifty Shades of Grey almost. Yes.
1: So it says it's very, like some people compare it to that, but they Uh say it's like the filthier version of
0: Fifty Shades. Oh, really? Oh, girl, it is. I've never read or watched them, but I just kind of have like what I assume in my head. I
1: have not read or watched them either.
0: No, seriously, I
1: have not, I've only seen like little clips here and there, like uh, from like whatever comes on and I'm just like, okay, well that's interesting. Not really. (laughs) The red room of pain, like whatever. If you want to tie me up, okay, let's discuss that. Mm -hmm. But it seems like very controlling to me.
0: Yeah. Everyone's got their kink though.
1: So, yeah, I've been watching that Amazon special, What the Constitution Means to Me, and I cannot think of her name, but it's mm-hmm. really good. So, she starts off like she she's 15 years old again, and she's going to do this because she she used to do this speech uh, for contests, and that actually helped pay her through college. Like, the money that she would win is, like,
0: scholarship yeah, money. Yeah, I've heard that she's both super smart and super hilarious.
1: She's really funny. She knows her constitution backwards and forwards. Mm -hmm. She knows what, um, she even knows, like she even cites some of the Supreme court cases in relation to these amendments Mm -hmm. and what the motivations were behind the, the justices Mm -hmm. that, you know, made their decisions. Um, and I, I learned a little bit more than I didn't know. And she also delves into, like, personal history. Like, what mm. certain things tied her to it. What did she really love about the Constitution? Because um, she called it, um, a, in the beginning, like, when she's pretending to be the 15-year-old, that it's a crucible. Which a lot of people think crucible is Arthur Miller play. Mm-hmm. But a crucible is either... a a combination of something into a big pot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or it's a test. Oh, how did she put it? Um, it's a test of of something. I can't think of it right now. Too much wine. It's getting late too. Um, but anyway, it fits. Like the Constitution fits into either one of those. It's a big uh. giant pot of stuff but it's also a test of our, I mean, you could say it's a test of our, our Republic. Yeah. So anyway, and I mean, she's true. Like there's countries that look towards our constitution to mirror it after because before we had a constitution, there wasn't anything like that. Really. There's really no British constitution at all. It's just like, they have various forms of, um, doctrine that Mm -hmm. they go by with their court systems. The same thing with other countries. So Mm -hmm. we really are a very like when because it's election night. Mm -hmm. When a lot of people say, "Oh, they look to they're looking at the U.S. on election night." They really are. Other countries really are because they're fascinated by our process and how civil it is. Yeah. So anyway, it's a great theory. How
0: civil it is lately?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm saying like it's civil in the process of we vote.
0: When the state
1: is won, we have an electoral college who then goes votes. Our House of Representatives takes that. They decide, yes, we are going to accept these votes. We have a president. On to a more
0: cheery topic. Yeah. Do we want to talk about our new format?
1: Yes. So we said that we were going to possibly re rebrand mm-hmm. and reissue ourselves because we've been talking and like it's just really hard to come up with a topic every
0: week. Mm-hmm. And plus we like to keep it more fun. I feel like we've gotten a little bit heavier in some of our episodes. Yeah. It's not a bad thing but it's like okay how can we kind of you know marry those two things together of covering interesting topics but also finding some humor and, and some, some
1: humor in it. Some levity. Yes. And so feeling inspired by some of our podcast choices Uh we but still staying within the motherhood and parental realm Uh we have um a list a very long list yes of documentaries that we will be watching and reviewing and possibly laughing on (laughs) i hope so um some some are really good some are probably going to be really fun or fascinating and then some are probably
0: me and her are going to be like what the
1: hell is happening
0: <laughs> exactly and if you have ones because it's been a while since we compiled that list if you have ones that you are a big fan of that you would like us to cover please reach out to us at motherhoodontap@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: yeah and i mean it's any documentary documentary involving like Childhood or education, anything that... Parenthood. Parenthood, um, giving birth, being mm-hmm. pregnant, um, being a father, just anything that mm-hmm. is related is what we will be reviewing. We're casting a relatively wide net. Very wide net. Mm-hmm. It's going to encompass society, culture, and family, so... I mean, I'm excited. I will be honest with you. I'm very excited for the documentaries
0: that are like
1: Parenthood in other cultures. Yes.
0: I find that fascinating. Because it's very easy to assume that the way we do things is how everyone does things. But that is not even no. remotely close to the truth. No.
1: Though, so I'm going to put this out there. On the list is the two movies about
0: the business of being
1: born. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I can watch them. That almost made me not have children.
0: Yeah, it gets it gets real. We'll try to keep it light. We'll definitely start light.
1: Um, if we watch that one, be prepared to laugh your ass off. Because I will get drunk and I will tell you how I really
0: feel about those movies. Pamela has some thoughts.
1: Um, especially after having an emergency C-section and not really, like, in the way that those are portrayed in that movie just really has me upset. hmm yeah. Yep. i like you ricky lake but nope nope
0: so it i'm very excited about this change i think it's gonna give some fresh energy i think it's gonna give give us a launching point for some really fun conversations some really interesting conversations yes and i hope it's a journey that you guys are ready to go on with us yes and we will also continue to have our tasty beverages
1: we'll still be motherhood on tap Mm -hmm. so we will still be getting trashed and reviewing some really fun that's our new format we hope you're super excited and of course i think like probably in between a few documentaries we'll probably do Little catch-ups like this. Yeah. Um, There won't be any more of my craps from the internet. Instead, me and Sarah said every now and then if one of us has something, like, really positive or whatever to give, we'll share that. Yes. Positive juju. Because right now there's a lot of negativity in the world, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. And we just – I just – I just suggested we share something really positive going on. Mm-hmm. So if I do find some crap from the internet, it's probably because somebody paid it forward or did something really sweet or kind or mm-hmm. generous. So
0: I might share that. Or like a squirrel rescued someone from a gutter or something.
1: Squirrel, squirrel. Oh, speaking of squirrel, my that's, my border collie knows how to jump my fence. Oh, yeah, hey, that, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's yeah. exciting. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun when you're outside and you're like, where's my dog? And he comes down like five houses down.
0: And you're just like, oh, girl, it's so back to, it's so good to be, I'm Yay! drunk. It's I so know, good to be too. back doing this. Like, it, words are hard. Words are difficult. Well, let's let you go pee and yes. let everyone know that we love them dearly.
1: And again, if the editing sucks, I'm so sorry. I'm
0: worried. And if it's better than what I used to do, I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm she's not. not quitting no I'm I not, not show up at her house we're recording right bitch that's <laughs> all she's doing is show up with wine and I'm like
1: okay yeah I pretty much have to just show up with wine and chocolate and she's like yeah what What are we doing I'm
0: a cheap date so that's
1: yeah. Okay. you, you know
0: you can always show up at my house with some I'll some just bring food. the beverage machine with me
1: <gasps> Sarah has one of those fun Keurig beverage machines
0: yes we'll have to tell you guys all about that next time yes that's your positive thing a fun toy <laughs> We're going to give them so many free plugs on this show just because it so much. We should also, so well,
1: next time we have another shoot the shit, we need to talk about our lovely time trying that machine out and watching Eurovision Fire Saga. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the hamster wheel. Double trouble.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> the elves have gone too far. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so good. She smacked the popcorn.
1: I know. Okay. All right. We definitely have to end
0: it this time. It's all good. All right. We love you guys so much. Yes. We missed you. We missed you. Until next time, I'm Sarah Duncan. And I'm Pamela walker Bye. Bye. Bye.